Tanner, you know I love Paisanos, but man, I spent a whole lot of money there this weekend. They didn't give you a card yet? A card. My bad. I might have to let the rabbit out the hat a little bit. Hey, my man, Iman, give my dog a card or something. A card? Like a black card? A Paisano's black card? Yeah, I was hoping that, you know, you get you a card, too, since you're the co-host of my show and everything, so. It was delicious, though. Yeah, that's for sure. Y'all better get some. I need that card. Coming up on the Santana Moss Show, my boy is back. And we talking baby talk with my man, Trap. It's Team No Sleep over here, Tana, with a newborn in my house. But I will say our guest today always gives me energy. And what can I say? 89 Ways to Give had a great, great, great golf tournament this past weekend. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. It was great. No taking L's for you, that's for sure. However, the Redskins defense, I got to give them the L. Some unfortunate news out of Ashburn. Oh, man, that hurts. But the Santana Moss Show starts... Now, it's a sell of my show. Former through your ball Number 89, hustle all the time. Travis on the right, hot mic on the left. Every single week, it's a lyrical Santana Moss Show podcast is back and in full effect. Rob, you can turn my headphones all the way up. I want to hear all this, baby. Let's go. You can tell somebody's been gone. Been gone. You can tell somebody is back. Listen, I have cabin fever, man. I couldn't wait to get out the house, man. What's up, man? Man, everything. I'm tired as hell dealing with this I baby. Tell you, I miss you, man. I mean, you know, you, you left me hanging. You told me it was going to come. I didn't Woo! know it was going to be like that. And Rob them was calling on me. Like, Tanner, hey, you coming in the studio? You were like, where's my dog? It won't be right. It won't be right. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, man. No. It's good to be here, man. My newborn's doing good. Healthy baby girl, so everyone's happy. Congrats to that, man. Yeah, man, but I'm tired as hell. I was, was going to ask you. I think I asked you a little bit the other day when we was on the golf course. Yeah. How my little dude Coke going to be, man? Now he got his little, you know, he got a little sister in the house. He got he to share that time and all yeah. that. Because he's the baby for so long. Yes. So. We were worried, but so far, so good. Yeah. He comes up, he hugs her, he brings her his little toys, his gifts. So, it so is. far, so oh, good. Yeah, he done accepted it already. He's accepted it already, and I'm hoping he's very protective because I want him to beat every guy's <laughs> ass, beat your ass that she ever <laughs> talks to, ever. So we'll get to that golf yeah. course thing in a second. I want to pivot to the man on my left. Mm-hmm. You know, I love giving introductions here. I just want to say, we were talking off air a little bit about this. I have seen... I'm not going to name any names. I know Tana won't because he's classier than me. I have seen trainers come up to eight to the nine and pitch their product and say, I train so-and-so. You know them, right? They try to get him to co-sign. I've even seen him try to get Santana to come down for a workout. And Tana, God bless his soul, he's respectable as always, (laughs) but he politely tells them to kick rocks. Tell them the truth, man. (laughs) However, there is one person Santana will stamp, co-sign, he seeked my man out. Yeah. And I'll say another thing before I say this guy's name. In this industry that we work in, you can see us. You can hear us. Whether you love us or hate us. Ah, the Santana show. Ah, Travis Thomas. I see him. Blah, blah, blah. When it comes to athletic training, you don't necessarily get to see or hear the people all the time. Yeah. I have heard of this guy's name well before I ever met him. His reputation precedes itself. It's all good. It's been all positive. It's been all this guy will get you right. If you're an athlete, if you're an average Joe like me, he'll get you right. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Savage on the Santana Moss Show podcast. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. I'm here, a, now. That hey, I'm, I'm here now. How's that for an intro? I'm here now. I mean, was good, man. Oh, man, Honestly. I appreciate y'all, man. You are notorious, man. You are notorious out here in a good way in that. Big word. I think the way you carry yourself is a big part of it. 
but also you're knowledgeable. I yeah. mean, you bring the dog out of your client, straight dog. They bring it out of me. <laughs> they bring it out of me every day. That was the question I was going to ask you before we get too deep. How all this came about? Where did it stem from? You know, did you have a background in playing ball or yeah, any kind ball. of sport? So I was dirty. I was D3. I had came from the mud. You know how that is. Mm-hmm. I'm from Reston, so I came from South Lakes. It wasn't good at the time. Recruiter wasn't the same. You didn't have huddle. You didn't have the opening. You didn't have mm. – we ain't had these tools. Yeah. So the coaches that came in was the coaches that came in. Yeah. You know, you wasn't winning. You wasn't bringing them in. So the guys that coached me were not up to par. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. You were raw. Eric. But I could play ball. I knew what to do, but I didn't know how to do it all the way. Sure. So that's kind of why I do what I do now. And, I mean, I play ball, tore my ACL a couple times. I finished my senior season without an ACL, mm. put up some numbers, and I still had people on my phone. So I had to do all my, uh, my combine and things a whole year later. I was blessed to do it, but, I mean, it didn't work out in my favor. Sure. Well, tell you me know. this. Folks think that just because you played the game, yeah. you could be a guy doing what you're doing. Yeah. And I no. tell them that that's not so. You know, no. I have so many people that tell me, I want you to come train my kid. Yeah, I probably can get out there with them. But you got to have patience, one, and you have to also know how to teach. You know, mm-hmm. you have to know how to be able to instruct someone to do and follow the guidelines that you're trying to set and do it the right way. What's allowed you to be a guy to take what you learned throughout the years of your career and now be able to translate it in a form of saying, okay, now I'm going to teach these guys how I was able to either be successful or to do it a different way than I did it so they can be better? Is that the different way. I was blessed late. I was blessed once I got to college with somebody that would work with me. Honestly, if I would have had a voice and somebody to tell me point blank what it is and how it is and how I'm is and how I need to be, how I need to train, what I need to think, who I need to be talking to. If I would have had that earlier, you know, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, when I get, yeah, way different. I mean, I'm blessed for where I'm at right now, but you see the spectrum of what could have been and then you can either turn your back on it or go to it. And I'd rather see the color than give it black and white. I mean, that's a part of why I do what I do now. I can tell a kid point blank what it is how it's going to be and where it needs to go and what it needs to do. By the way, congratulations to you. Coach of the year in Loudoun County? Yeah, mm-hmm. Loudoun County. That's what's wow. Up. That's, deep. That's big, bro. I take over Eddie Mason. Ooh! And Eddie's still out there doing it. his thing a little bit still, right? Yeah, he would run up. I know he told me. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> but I mean, my man running no, for like three years no, in a row. for sure. He's been doing it for you a know, long time. Yeah, it's Eddie, crazy because man out there. I met with Eddie last year sometime. I went to his gym and saw everything, and then he was saying he'd do a football league also, and he asked me that I want to be a part of it. But I'm pulled so thin these days. I told him, you know what, I'm interested, but I don't see the time even, you know, opening up no time soon. But that's great to hear that you're in that space because just to know that you guys was – you won and he's running up, you know. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I talked to Eddie all the time. He's been the title for yeah. a long time. I, I talked to Eddie all the time, too. So it's like kind of uh, overstep your big brother, you know yeah, what I mean? Sure. You know, And this training industry, it's really flooded. You don't even is. have to really be out there competing, though. You know yeah, what I mean? There's I mean, so many kids out here. You can do here. what you do. He can do what he yes, do. And by the day, yes. if you get a knowledge for being better, then you get the knowledge for being better. Because you're going to get coached up by seven different guys when you go to college anyway. He ain't never shown nothing but love, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's all it was. Like, I just took the title this year. For me, what set you apart, though, sometimes you have a great recruiter, but maybe his X's and O's aren't great. Sometimes you have an X and O guy, but maybe he's not a people person, can't recruit. He's got to get assistance to do that part of it. To me, you're the rare combination of a guy whose program works, results speak for themselves, but you also have this huge personality, which I can only imagine translates to motivating these athletes. I give them the truth. Right. If I ain't there, they ain't going to be there. 
I did Santana's camp last year. Mm-hmm. Like the first day, you know, everybody kind of getting used to each other and the kids, you know, they kind of feeling each other out. I'm going to give you me from the jump. And I mean, that's what I think nah, you respect. it up. That's why I gave you that text this year. Like, hey, you know yeah. what, man? You came a couple of days. Come and run this thing. We'll wow. take care of you. You know, yeah. and we'll come run it. Because at the end of the day, we're not in no industry, regardless of what industry it is, to just be that guy. Yeah. You want to be able to bless others yeah. if they're doing the same thing. I'm not out here to try to take nothing from nobody. I'm trying to bless these kids. No doubt. To have the guidance from somebody like myself or anybody that I feel like can guide them down the right path. Mm-hmm. And when you see the guy, his work ethic, how he approaches the situation, the passion alone is what gravitated me towards you. Yeah. And I saw that through Instagram. Yeah. You know, oh, so, man, your Instagram so, is crazy. So I, movie. I, I really watched your Instagram. I'm like, you know, so I'm. I'm going to like it. Yeah. Then I'm going to probably holler at you. Yep. You know what I mean? And yeah. then from there, I questioned myself. I said, I wonder what he feel like when he see me hollering at him. Like, is this really Tanner hollering at right. me? You know what I'm saying? So, what? but, but <laughs> <laughs> I say your IG is a movie. Yeah. Tell people how they can get a hold of you, where they can follow you. And also, I want you to stun a little bit because we talked about, hey, you could take an average Joe to this or you train kids. Yeah. But you also train them pros, too. So them tell people, yeah. in the tell people pocket, where they can get a hold of you and stun a little bit I mean, on who you work with. I'm, I'm going to yeah, my number, like I give everybody else. <laughs> like Mike Jones. Mike, Mike Jones. Who? <laughs> Mike Jones. I'm this old. That's the new thing. I'm this old. I'm Mike Jones old, baby. I'm 703-349-9821. That's my number. You can find me on Instagram at the Coach Savage. That's real simple. The Coach Savage. The videos and movies they speak for themselves. I'm in cahoots with a guy that I grew up with. His name Andrew Adjamain. He, I mean, he videos damn near everything no, he's good. that I do. He's, he's good he's too. Good. Tell me this, too, because I always want to go back to this because we talk about being able to stamp yourself or be your own brand and at the same time advertise yourself. You don't have to really reach out. How helpful has social media been to what you Mm. do, you know, in your profession? I'll be broke. I bet. I'll be broke. No, I'll be working for somebody. It's part of the reason why I do this, too. Like, I wanted to wear Adidas every day. Mm-hmm. I wanted to train every day. Yeah. I wanted to go to the field every day. I wanted to do everything that I did when I was growing up, and I do that now. Yeah, I bless myself by doing that. Social media, I mean, we shoot videos every day, pictures every day. Like, And that's part of a job, too, now. No, no. You got to have something to post. Otherwise, it's kind of like being a club promoter. If you ain't there, you ain't giving yeah. them nothing, if you ain't giving them nothing, they ain't coming in. Exactly. You know, so it's yeah. constant. But that's you. Day, that's your work day. ethic. You got yeah. that. Post a story, right. post a picture, post a video. We went from making one-minute clips to chopping three-minute clips now. Ooh. You know, four-minute clips now. Making IGTVs with 10-minute segments and stuff like that. So I grow, he grow, we grow. As Instagram grows, you got to grow with it. Twitter grows, yeah. you got to grow with it. So social media's done everything. What That's how I get my schedule out there. What current skins are you working with right now? I know you got a relationship with Chris we were talking about too, right? Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson. He's the first one to stamp me. I met my man in the parking lot, and he was like, like I told you, my first clients I met online in a message, and he was the number nine kid in the nation. Wow. If that's your son, that's somebody special to work with. You messing with your scholarship money. So for his dad to stamp me and then for me to get kids that went to Nebraska, Delaware, Ohio State, my first line of kids, everybody went D1. Mm. Everybody was all met. Right out the gate, your first bat. Off the bat. Wow. That's a blessing. So, yeah, and it was like he stamped me because of whatever Santana saw. Mm. That's the reason he stamped me, and that's what I done ran with my whole life. Now I'm mm. getting kids drafted, kids getting signed. It's crazy. Everything coming full circle. But what people it, feel to realize is that, you know, what we do and what most of these kids are trying to do for a living, right. it's outside of what they do every day, whether they're with their team or professionally their club. You have to be able to go out here and find somebody that's going to get that same stuff out of you that you once experienced from whatever coach it might have be that got you to where you at. Before, guys like yourself, 
I can say when I was coming up, you didn't have the social media, but we was doing that. And I look back at it and say, man, it's crazy how you could take a couple of schools down in Miami and Dade County that their kids from age 14 to ninth grade, when we, you was able to start lifting weights. From 14 to when we graduated, we was in the weight room. We was doing all the stuff on the field. We was doing the extra stuff that was going to allow us to be better athletes. And it don't always help you be a better team because, no. you know, the only way you're going to win these games or win any game if you were the team is with the team. But it helps that athlete. It helps that fastest wide receiver or that fastest guy in that 100 meters or that guy like myself who was the state champion in triple jump and long jump one year. It helps him be able to really be that guy to blossom even more to show his talent to that college scout or whoever it may be trying to give him that scholarship. And so now when you see the wave, the wave has been caught on. People have caught on and it's all through social media. Now everybody's working out and training. And the reason why I'm talking about this so in-depth because – I have a 10-year-old. He's about to be 10 in July. Savion. All Savion track buddies and football buddies, they get trained. Everyone looks at Savion like, you're Santana Moss' son. You should be doing this and this and this. I know that, but I see the potential already. I say, man, you know what? He's not having the early success that most of these other kids have because guess what? Their parents riding on that kid. Their parents putting all the marbles in one basket saying, I got to go ahead and get it now. I am too in a sense, but I want him to learn how to be able to be out here Amongst his brothers, because these guys that he's competing with are his brothers, learn how to compete. And when it's time to start training you, then we'll start training. Mm-hmm. Right now, go off of what you know. Yeah. So when you're out there and you're competing with them and you're showing the little flashes, that's the potential showing. You're fast enough. You can do everything. You can comprehend. You can do all that stuff. And then when I say, okay, it's time. So when he gets 10, 11, that's when I'm going to tap in and say, okay. And I'm not necessarily going to be that guy. I'm going to find that person that I know I can trust that say, look, man, give it to him. And... Break him. If he really want this, this is what he got to go through. Because that's what it was with me. When I turned 12, that was the first time I did something organized. From when I was five and six years old and breaking arms and being that little You're rough playing in the street. In the street. And coaches saw him like, look, man, I want him on my team. My mom said no. And when I turned 12, they let me out there. Shoot, hey, go ahead. And I ain't look back. But by that time, I was grooming myself. And when a coach got hold to me and told me what I wasn't doing right, it was curtains. You allow the kid to grow with what he loves. If he loves it enough, he's going to go out there and have fun with it. Then when you say, okay, now let me channel this potential I see into greatness. I love the fact of you guys being available nowadays and the reason why most of you guys are even known because of the social media, because of mm-hmm. you taking advantage of your brand and being able to stamp yourself. Even if no one ever stamp you, you can stamp yourself by showing your work. Yeah. And guys like myself that either want to train with you because we're still active for doing it or have kids, we're going to go out there and give you the opportunity because now what you can do for these kids' future it's beyond any measure. You can't believe what they can really take from a guy like him because if you sit there and listen and go through some of the stuff that he's teaching you, you're going to see it again. And that's one of the things that I've learned over the years of playing this game. When somebody's coaching you something, man, pay attention. I tell my sons all the time and my daughters, pay attention because it's going to occur again. That's why when it's that time, I'm going to push him out that door and say, okay, it's time to train. And Savy, he bugs me all the time that I want to train her. I want to train her because it's common now. Yeah. All the kids are doing it. And you can see it. No doubt. You see the kids out there flying. You see the little kid out there in Central Florida. He can't be touching a flag football game. I've been around kids that when I was a kid, they was the best in the world. And guess what? When he came high school time, he was burnt. They were burnt out. They were either burnt because they was over, you know, worked, or they never really had a passion for what they was doing because the parents wanted it more than them. You know, I sit back 
I'd be mad. I'd be like my dad. <laughs> you know, I, remember, I tell the story all the time. When I played, I thought it was never a good game. I heard my damn dad every day. <laughs> he cursed me out every game, you know. And now I see myself doing that to my son. Savy, he's the last one up. Santana done graduated, and he don't want to play ball. He, didn't, cool. he wasn't interested yeah, anyway. But he was good at it, and right. I was impressed with that, just knowing that he waited his turn. When it was time, he went out there and gave his all. And I'm happy with that. But Savy out the womb, he wanted to do it. So I mm. said, you know what, this reminds me of myself. Let me see what he got. Just because you're my son don't mean you're supposed to be good. But I see the potential. I see the same potential that I saw or knew that I had when I was coming up. The differences of him and my era, we was in them streets all day. Right. We was able to go up against the next guy down the street, so we was going to end up being better anyway. You know what I mean? That guy was pushing me half of the time. By the time I touched somebody's organized club that was going to teach you me whatever, war. I was ready already. Woo. I was ready the different kind of way. I was groomed in those games where guys 18 years old say, hey, man, knock on your door, and your daddy comes to the door checking. I'm like, what's up? What you want with my son? Oh, no, nah, we want him to play football. And you're looking at me, making sure that this ain't no somebody trying to come yeah, pump me. Right. You sure they? No, nah, I'm playing. Yeah, I know them. All right, you can go play. And wow. you see a couple of guys get carted off or get escorted to the nearest hospital in a helicopter because that's how those games were. Woo. So if you're 12 years old and you're playing with 18-year-olds, I ain't scared of no high school player because I'm out here seeing guys get carted off and getting sent home in a damn helicopter right. in a Sandlot game. So mm. it's different times, though. You know what I'm saying? So that's, a lot of these kids, yeah. they don't come up that way. And that's why I'm so intrigued with the guys that do what you do because just because I played the game don't mean I should be able to teach your kid to be the best. But I know I have a background and I know I have a passion for it. I just don't have the time all the time. Especially someone like Savage, too, who's putting that type of mentality in a, an athlete looking to go to the next level or a child looking to go to the next level. You know, he's going to put a touch of that fieriness and intensity into that kid with that training session as well. Yeah, then I'm going to tell him I love him. Right. Build them up, break them down, tell yeah. you love them. Yeah. That's it. If I ain't saying that, I ain't care. Exactly. That's right. If I didn't say that, I don't care. I'll take your money. Mm-hmm. And buy some Yeezys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. That's real. Nah, for real. Yeah, I'll yeah. take your money. But if you walk in my doors, you're a reflection of me. No doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and like you said, with social media now, they want to tag the video. They want to be tagged. They want to be mm-hmm. in the video. They want right. their own video. Even if they're not in the video, they're going to say, I was at the training event. Everybody got to be up to par. We can't have no weak link. And like you saying, like, man, when I train, I'm vocal. You're going to know when you're wrong. You're going to sure. know when you're right. You're going to know when you're fresh. You're going to know when you're driven. Sure. You're going to know everything. But all 12 guys in the room, like you said, from the neighborhood, everybody else going to know too. Like you said, this is a family. We yeah. all learning from each other. For my group, sometimes be late at night because I want you to be with your team. Yeah. Then you're going to come and get this other aspect that you need too. Savage, I wish I had you to train me for golf, man, because I <laughs> I went to 89 Ways to Give Golf Tournament hosted by my boy Santana Moss here. Let's just say my game ain't up to par, Savage, but it was a beautiful event, though, Tan. I'm going to let you speak nice on it, man. Event. It was. Nice event. I still am shocked. You told me off air before we went on that that was the first one. First one from me. Tana, I've gone to countless golf tournaments, and that was so well done. I complimented Carmen to your manager. Mm -hmm. I was shocked that this was the first one. I just can't believe it. It was so seasoned and put together and organized and awesome. You did a great job, man. I'm proud of you, bro. Yeah, credit to them people. I mean, you know, the ones you just spoke of, Steve, Carmen, Kate, behind the scenes, they just make me look well, you know, made me look that much better. And it's funny because, like you said, you've been to countless, I've been to countless. I'm going to one tomorrow morning, actually, out in uh, Delaware, and folks came up to me numerous times, like, Tanner, this is well put together. I'm ready for next year already. That's what I wanted to give them. You know, anything I touch or anything I do, when my name behind it, I want it to be almost like, I just came from a party. I came from a good time. Whatever Tanner he's involved with, he's going to make sure that you have that warm feeling, like you're at home. 
And that's what I wanted. I wanted the music to be bumping early in the morning. I wanted, we was blessed with some of the, um, you know, our first ladies, you know, Redskins first ladies, you know, for them to come out and support me. They've been supporting me. I've been supporting them. It's great to just always have the people that matters the most behind you. I credit a lot of those folks, those players that I played with, with the skins and just the guys I played against. You name it. You saw Eddie Royal. You saw Plexico Burris. You had Lee Evans. All these guys showed up, man, on my behalf and just gave everybody us a good time. And that allows you to put on a good event, you know, having everybody up there for a great cause. And I'm looking forward to next year, but I know we have so much other things in store, so I'm looking forward to that as well. That's what I was going to say. Make sure you go to 89waystogive.org for upcoming events, because one thing about you and Coach Savage, neither one of y'all sit still, so I know <laughs> nah. something else is in the pipeline. I already know, Tan. You gotta it's gotta hustle, be. baby. You know it, but uh, I want to give a special shout out to some of my sponsors before we move on. Adidas, Podcast Village, you know, the crib. That's what we call the crib, man. Podcast Village was one of the big sponsors. Maryland Live, Bob and Maryland Live, Coca-Cola, Panda Stonewall Energy Station, and Tito's. Tito's never get enough of Tito's. So guess who won? Remember the guys that was behind me, that they was waiting on me all the time? They're from Richmond, and they took home the first place trophy. Wow. I think you and Stu had rode off and went somewhere. Shout out to Stu. We was on a hold, and their ball was actually landing by us. And we sitting there like, we either just that slow or that guy just skyrocketed one. And so, you know, they took home the first place trophy. I actually got a chance to take home one because Fred Smoot didn't show up. But we understand, Smoot, you had work. So I took home Fred Smoot trophy. So, Smoot, I'm going to keep it. I ain't letting you have it. I'm going to keep it since it's my inaugural event. I'm going to go ahead and keep one of those first place trophies. I couldn't wait to see Smoot. I just wanted to ask him about his Game of Thrones because everyone, everyone's <laughs> you know complaining about it. I'm complaining. So suck. Really? Man, Were you was, pissed off? I'm beyond pissed. Damn. It's, it was whack this season. Man, I'm sitting here like we waited all these damn. They months. said they rushed it. You could it, tell. It, okay. But then they say they have something coming. They have a prequel. They have a whole season of how it started. How all these guys became who they are. You know what I mean? So. Right. I'm ready to see that. So hopefully, you know, that's better than what Savage, we saw. Savage, you watch last. that shit. I don't watch this shit. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I don't watch this shit. I ain't seen I respect Savage it, out, though. Savage out there blowing whistles at 8 o'clock I, at night, man. He I ain't no time watching no those shows. I don't even use no whistles. You don't whistle. need no whistle, huh? I use me. Savage got his real life Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, he I'm running it. Yeah, I don't use no whistles. <laughs> that's what's up, man. Hey, look, I don't watch that. <laughs> I want to get into some Redskins talk. Look, we got all offseason to talk about that open quarterback battle, so we'll get to that another time. Mm-hmm. I want to go to taking L's, to be honest with you, Tana, because to me, I think it's a Redskins defense, specifically the linebacking core, Ruben Foster goes down with a non-contact ACL tear, the third snap into day one of OTAs. They said he stepped on a lineman's foot. Now, this thing was so severe, they were talking about nerve damage and yeah. all kinds of— What in the hell, man? That's a, that's a major loss. It's a major loss, but I, I still believe that with the defense being the way they are right now, they revamped that thing enough to where those guys up front are going to make anybody better behind them. But it is a major loss because they went out the way to pick up Ruben, giving him the opportunity that teams probably wouldn't have given him. They dealt with a lot of BS. He, he was able to escape whatever he had over him, looming over him, and they was able to get a little pat on their shoulder for saying that, okay, well, maybe that decision you made was the great decision or the best decision, and then now, boom. Look, the season is months away, and we're already talking about what ifs, dealing with injuries with the Redskins. We know the last two seasons alone, these guys had 40-plus guys on IR. To be into 2019 season with a promising talent in Ruben Foster going down in, what, the third play of OTAs? Mm. 
I try to be careful as I can when I talk about injuries or anything that can cause them or any reason that you might think of. And I don't know if these guys got some kind of hex on them. You know, so I'm going to knock on wood, knock on my head. That's more wood than anything else in here. But they have to find a solution for a lot of this stuff. And I heard they have a guy that's supposed to be a specialist this year that's working in with the training staff that's going to be seeing what's occurring, these injuries, or, or how they're occurring. Beyond that, I think highly of the weight training staff, yeah. I think highly of them, Chad, and a lot of those guys I know, they need to dive in too and say, man, what can we do more to strengthen these guys up right. and make sure that we're not you know, missing out on anything that we're supposed to be doing. So find a way to nip this in the bud because I can't see another year with these guys going down that path having a contender yeah. in the team. And injuries. Just, and then injuries kind of have you depleted like that. And yeah. I think being a head coach in Gruden, I think that has to even you know have him sleeping hard at night. Like, man, sure. you know, not sleeping well because – Every year, we saw these guys with the potential enough to say, hey, they can be the division leaders. They can go out there and see a postseason. Injuries decimate them. Injury decimate them. And then beyond the injuries, having that opportunity washed away is more than anything, you know? The only way you keep your job in anything you do is being the best or one of the best. Like how we just stamp Savage, your boss got to be able to say, I'm happy with what I've seen. I'm happy with what you showed me. The only way Coach Gruden could be around here today if those guys go out there and produce. The only way those guys are going to be able to produce if they can be able to produce, yeah. healthy enough to produce. So to see these guys right now in OTAs and having a talent in Ruben, and I think the only thing other than him with his problems off the field has been can he stay healthy. Injury. It's a blow. It is an L for the defense and the organization because of what they went through to get him and because of what he could have been. But I truly believe that with those guys that we have up front, you can plug a guy back there. There's a couple of guys we have on the team. We have another Foster that I believe in. I like and him, we have too. A, we have a couple of others. And you know he's a yeah. savage, too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, he, dipped yeah. In so the, he dipped in the mash. We, yeah. we have a couple of other guys that I won't say their names, but we'll be talking about them in weeks to come. No doubt. Hey, that I, I feel like him? they can have a chance, you know? That's because my man Sean Dion. Go ahead. There you go. my man yeah. Josh Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, they could both. Yeah, they ready. Okay. They ready. Hey, both they of my mans. You know, and I mean, I don't know all the other guys. I mean, you in the league, so they see something right in mm-hmm. you. Right. But I ain't even going to lie. My guys can run. Sean yeah. Dion can run. I just talked to him the other day. We were talking about being at the beach, training at the beach, you know, and he was like, bro, got me coming in and out these breaks. You got you, you got these hips right. And that's, that's why sand, I say, that's why I be tagging, man. Hips that's are us. Yeah. I know they closed toys are us, but I'm wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wide open. Now, you're someone who has dealt with knee injuries yourself. When you yeah. saw the Reuben Foster news, I imagine you had to just cringe. I'm in the gym training. I had t- made them turn off TV. I don't like seeing that. I seen Alex Smith like happen before they was reporting. I seen the pop through the sock. Yeah, I kind of feel it. I see it. Make my stomach hurt. I tore my ACL twice. I done had arthritis since I was 19. And I still move how I move and train who I train and do what I do on a daily basis. But to see somebody go like that, you know exactly what their brain is going through. The injury is just the surface. It's very unfortunate. It's terrible. I will say I do feel like nowadays it seems to be a little more accommodating for a player to come back from ACL injury than, say, yeah. 10, 15 yeah. years it ago. Is, yeah. Am I right? It is, but the blow is just that season washed away. That season's gone. You know, I feel for anybody that goes through any injury because, you know, we talked about it the other day on Chad Deuce's show. You know, he was able to come and do his show at my golf tournament, and me and D. Hall both sat down and we talked about the injury. We talked about, does these practices even matter? The Hall had his way of looking at it, and I said I shared my way. And I said, you know what, to be honest with you, I think different strokes for different folks. 
And the reason why I say that, if you're a defensive back, it really might not matter because at the end of the day, you're going to be given an assignment to say, hold down half of this side, hold down the whole side, or take that man. As a receiver, I need to touch the ball from the quarterback. You know, I need to see all this stuff fitting up. So it matters for me. I need to make sure he knows my timing is going to be efficient, it's going to be right. Different strokes for different folks. When you hear around across the league that this guy haven't showed up, this guy haven't showed up, this guy, whatever suits them, then do that. Me, I might not come for the little bull crap that you do in the weight room because I'm going to do that at home. But when it comes to we start blowing whistles, since you don't blow whistles, I'm telling you, when they start blowing, <laughs> when they start blowing that whistle and those guys out there in helmets, I want to be there. And so more than anything, you got to pray. <laughs> I didn't make it through 14 years. Look, bro, my first four years was hell. Tell folks to this day, no offense to New York, I love you. But half of the reason why I don't appreciate New York because it was misery for me. You got hurt on fan appreciation night, I got hurt the first time the fans could come out and see me strut my stuff. And I'm so superstitious. I'm one of those guys, man, if I go through something, I don't want to remember that. I feel you. So New York was misery because of what I was going through. It wasn't nothing wrong with the fans. I loved it because they was hard. They made you go out there and earn your name, earn your keep. And it wasn't nothing wrong with half of the staff. You know what I'm saying? I, I say half because you got, you got a couple of guys you might not agree with. But half of the reason why I don't want to step foot in New York and when I do is in and out is because I think of bad times. And I'm a guy that like to cut those at the door. I'm a positive guy. I want positive energy all the time. So just to know that that kind of stuff occur, you be like, look, man, you have to be prayed up. Around this time, they asked me, Tanner, do you feel like? I said, look here, man. I train hard as I can. Build the strongest base I can build. That's one of the reasons why I reached out to you because I have a guy in Andrew Swayze who trained me throughout my Miami days. Now, throughout my high school days, I had a coach, Coach Frazier. Guess what? Andrew Swayze was coached by Walt Frazier. And it was so familiar. I was like, damn, I've been doing this since I was 14. So in high school and college, I had the same coach, basically. And when I got to the league, guess what? I'm going home to the same coach. After I tore my knee, had my meniscus tear, and I need to get back in shape, I went home. I said, F- that. I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home. Swayze saw me walk through that door. Let's get right, Tanner. And so that's why I'm able to chime in a little bit and say, hey, man, I like what you're doing. I, I'm, I'm interested. I know what it's like to be doing your thing and be doing the right thing. So a lot of these guys have to know how to build that base. They need to know how to sustain that base. Learned that through Swayze and Coach Frazier. I'm not going to allow myself to be as strong as possible and then when we go ahead, transform to now we with the team, I'm going to start winding down. My stuff going to start crumbling because yeah, yeah. we're not doing the things to sustain what I built. So that's why I stay in the weight room. Yeah. That's why I stay on my stuff because people always ask me, tell them, why are you still working out? I stay ready. Yeah. I, I don't have to. I don't, I don't do nothing basically compared to some of the stuff I see him put his kids through. Right. I go out there and pass out with the shit that they do. <laughs> Honestly, I don't have to do it no more. I did it. I did yeah. two reps. But what I do is. <laughs> I run, I do abs, bike. I do my lift, I <clears> run, <throat> and then later on that day, I bike. So that's like a two-a-day for me. But it's to my own speed. I don't have to go out there and huff and puff to try, try to be the best receiver or the best guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to do it. I put that time, I put that work in. All that stuff paid the way for this. That's why I say when I see a lot of these injuries, especially when it's coming around this time before the season even kick off, it's about what you're doing to sustain whatever you build. Or did you have a chance to even build that? It's big on eating right living right, and then going out there and just be prayed up, man, and playing right. I ain't going to lie. All this talk about training make me want to put down this lecker I be drinking and all these reefers, man. No, and come see that. you, Coach Savage, man. <laughs> you ain't got to put it Not down. Not the reefers. Hey, you ain't got to put got- it down. Just- <laughs> 
you know, just come on in. How you? Hey, we, this is like church. You, man, you come out years. Exactly. Come out years. years. We take care of you. We appreciate you coming in, man. I appreciate you to the show. We're going to have you back, too, bro. Oh, yeah. Cross I'll be a pleasure. Cross it. Hey, matter of fact, I'm glad to be back on the Santana Moss Show podcast. I'm going to go home and change some diapers. Peace. It's the Santana Moss Show. Number 89. Hustle all the time. Try to sound the right.